Welcome back to Working Agile, everyone. We've got a great session lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about how Scrum could potentially improve the emergency room in the hospital. We've all been there waiting for hours and hours, trying to be seen, thinking, surely, surely there's a better way we could do this. So with Adam and I's medical expertise, we're going to provide some insights. Buckle up, everyone. Here we go. Good morning. How are you, Jordan? I am seeing you in person. <laughs> so, how do you think I am? This is the first time for months and months, isn't it? Oh, at least months and months. I, I, I probably eight or nine months because I remember the last time we recorded in the office was when I was starting my new team, mm. which is which was March. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no one dancing in the kitchen, and though. And our, our paths haven't crossed until today. It's, you've changed so much. <laughs> so have you... I can tell. Yeah. Um, and I, again, forgot another cable for the actual <laughs> recording mic. So, we're using the phone. Hence, the quality being a little bit... I don't think it's that bad, quite frankly. But it might be. I don't know. Yeah. Tell us. Tell mm. us. Send us a message. I didn't receive a message all week from any listener. So. Oh, wow. You know. That's what happens when you do, a rec- do an episode without me. <laughs> Cool. All right. You got a second question for us? Yeah. It's festive season and people are going out, I guess, having Christmas events. What is your favorite Christmas food? Foods. Foods. <laughs> I haven't, I don't think I've ever had a Christmas, like, do people have turkeys? Is that what they do for Christmas? Yeah. Turkey, ham, pork, oh, yeah. tadakan. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's a thing. The chicken... In a duck, in a turkey? Oh, yeah. Like, no, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm good. Aldi sells those. Of course, Aldi sells everything. <laughs> Aldi's like the, um, what is, what's the comparison in the Dallas countries? Uh, I think it's, it's Tesco. Yeah, I think it's German. Oh, I think yeah. they're a German company. Yeah. So, if you're in Germany listening to this, you probably know what Aldi is. It might be a different name over there. Hmm. Gestolen or something. I don't know. Some German. You do name. speak German, don't you? Ambition, which is a little. Yeah. That's great. That's excellent. <laughs> um, all right. Back to the question. Uh, you know what? I just love a Christmas barbecue. Yep. Typical Aussie. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing that beats a barbie for me. Barbie and a couple beers. I'm happy. Yep. Pork with crackling. Oh, that, damn it. I should have done that one. Wine. <laughs> Uh, it's really the crackling, but <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, standing around the kitchen bench shelling prawns with, oh, yeah, with the family. That's usually that's usually entree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's quite nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you cook the r- roast pork yourself and do the crackling? If if I can, I would, and I do it on the Weber, the barbecue, the kettle, oh, the yeah, ke- yeah, yeah. kettle barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, not gas. Okay, stone. Yeah, the the, the so, briquettes. So it takes so, a long yeah. time then. Yeah, yeah, it takes a good few hours. So you're oh. up at 
you're up at crack of dawn to get the fire going. Full process. That's great. It's a full process. Yeah, it's a it's a drawn out mm. event. I've got my little Kanban board next to me, so I know <laughs> what puts in progress. Oh, really? <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a complete joke. Oh, I, 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 I was going to be impressed for a bit. <laughs> or disappointed. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's it. And always some sort of dessert. So, mm. you know, smashing up the gingerbread house or... Um, Plum pudding and brandy sauce. Wow, that's you're a proper Christmas holiday. Aren't We're you? a full on Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. food thing. You got yeah. a Christmas tree up yet? Mm hmm. We put it up on the weekend. Fantastic. But I think I'm going to have to move it because where we put it, uh, we're getting someone, uh, a guy to come tomorrow and put up a, an aircon unit on the wall above the tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to move it. Going to have to move it. Mm. Or something. I don't know. Maybe he can work around it. I don't know. All right. Shall we get into it? We should. Four and a half minutes in. Look at that. Let's do it. That's banter. That is banter. It's good banter. Mm -hmm. All right. Want to talk about emergency rooms today? ERs. Okay. Why are we talking about emergency rooms? Uh, because I was in one recently. Uh, it wasn't for anything urgent. Um, this is a hospital emergency room. Hospital oh, emergency room. a special room that's dedicated in an office just for someone to have an emergency in, is it? <laughs> do you need one of those rooms? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Yeah. I would, I would imagine it's that kind of room would be full of punching bags yeah. and... Uh, soundproof for screaming and that soundproof sort of for screaming yeah, and yeah. plates you can throw at the wall and oh, just smash into a million pieces that's yeah. a good one yeah, yeah. that'd be the office emergency room but we're talking about hospital we are yes okay. so I was in the hospital um, the ER recently nothing no, nothing too urgent my kid he, he got nipped by my brother's dog and we just wanted to double check it was a big bit of a shock. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You um, want to be safe. No, te- yeah. no tetanus and all that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we went to the doctors, and they said we, they didn't have a nurse on that could deal with this, which was basically, long story short, they could have told us to wait till the morning, go to the doctors. But we, it was like eight p.m. We went to like this nurse clinic. They said we don't have anyone to deal with this. Go to the ER. I'm like, oh no. We're going to be there for hours, and yes, we were. So this. So <laughs> before I go into it, we want to talk about. How the ER, uh, how you could potentially use Scrum. Now we're not medical professionals, but how you could potentially use Scrum to um, improve the process of the ER and how you can apply it to everyday life, basically. So uh, yeah, went to the ER straight away. We we go to the um, someone meets us at the door and and says you, you need to go basically uh, see the nurse at the at the desk. They ask what's up. And, and at that point, they um, they interview you, ask you a few questions, and then they put you uh, they they put you on a priority between one to five, one being very high, and obviously five being the lowest. And then what they do is basically send you off to the waiting room. So that's basically what happened. They they sent us off to the waiting room. Little did I know they put us as a priority five. Which so you, you didn't know this? No, I did not know this. So you're not told what priority you are. No. If what? if they told me, I would mm-hmm. have gone home because. <laughs> I knew how long the so we waited there for four and a half hours for hours, yeah okay um, and and you know uh, we were lucky that Casey was tired because if he was 
antsy and you know um, so we waited in there for a very long time um, people were coming uh, other people were new people were coming in and getting seen before us um, there wasn't a lot of communication we, we didn't know what was going on so we didn't know if we were in a queue um, we didn't know how long this would take mm-hmm. and um and so after about three hours uh they moved us into um one of the rooms so you move into the next room where a doctor can finally come see you right. um mm-hmm. and we waited there for another hour and a half <sighs> so they moved us into the room and i think it was because casey was crying and, and then shona started breastfeeding in this room full of people and it was just yeah so then i think the nurse felt sorry for us so they brought us into mm-hmm. uh the other room and and i could hear um <laughs> what was actually quite funny was um, a code grey was announced on the intercom. I said to the nurse, oh, it doesn't sound as bad as a code red. And she said, I'd prefer a code red because that's a fire. I said, what's a code grey? She said, oh, it's an aggressive patient. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm going to be a code grey pretty soon. <laughs> 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 no wonder this code grey is going off. You're making people wait for so long. If you don't hurry this sh- up, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be a code grey. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and... People in, so you, you can't see anyone else because you're in a cubicle, but people in the other cubicles were like, hey, how long are you going to be? Like, they were, they were asking. And mm. and then and the nurse would say, would say to the patients, we can't tell you that. So, we can't tell you how long we're going to be to see you. We don't know. You know, it's it's not the doctor's fault. It's not the nurse's fault. It's the problem with the system. How many times would the nurse have answered that question, that exact question? Regularly, every five minutes or ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to be done? When are you going to be done? Yeah. When are you going to be done? Okay. Yeah. And, um, and then the the nurse came and did some tests on, on Casey, just kind of prepping us, and then we wait another hour. And I, I said to the nurse... Do, uh, like I'm, I've heard you say to the other people, uh, you don't know. That's that's completely fine. Is there any indicator that I can have to to get an idea on you know roughly, roughly, roughly how long it's going to be? Um, mm-hmm. Am I in a queue? Do you know mm-hmm. who's before me and who's after mm-hmm. me, or how many people are in front of me? Mm-hmm. And she couldn't answer that. Right. So, so, and then I asked, so you said this problem with the system, explain to me how it works. You said, oh, people are on a priority and we have people that come in with ambulances as well. So the doctor's always running around to the uh, ambulance side as well. Um, and people are on a priority and, and the doctor just naturally sees the more important people first. I said, great. That's okay. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to see me. Like, are you never going to see us? Because there are always going to be higher priority people coming mm. in. And she said, no, no, you will get seen. Okay, okay, when? Can't tell you that. Okay, no worries. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I said, okay, so we're on a priority. What, what priority are we? Oh, she's like, oh, you're P5, which is the lowest. Okay. So, I've, I've been told to come to the ER because there wasn't, wasn't a nurse at the clinic that we went to at the start. Mm-hmm. And they've put us on a P5, which means that we essentially don't need to be seen. Could have just gone to the doctor's the next day. Lowest, lowest yeah. priority, yeah. yeah. And it was 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and I figured, okay, I can wait another hour for the doctor to come and see us, or I can wait five hours and go to the doctor's in the morning. Mm. What can the doctor do in an hour's time that the doctor can't do in five hours' time? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was a complete, we just got up and left. Um, and there were so many, even my wife was talking about it, there were so many opportunities to just let us know early. And, and granted, 
medicine is a complex era, uh, yeah. era and um, yeah. Yeah. environment and there's a lot of risk involved. So, yeah. But it made me think about the process. So, yeah. so let's get into it. Let's get into the detail. Mm-hmm. What could have been, what could have helped us move mm-hmm. along quicker? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw nurses um, context switching all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were they were they were going towards one patient. They dropped something and went to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the doctor walk past and I said, "Hey, can we get a blanket for my wife?" Mm-hmm. And there were three nurses in the um, like in the office just talking, having a coffee. And the doctor st- stopped in his tracks. He went and got the blanket and came back. He should be seeing patients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, well, I couldn't believe what I saw. He wouldn't come see us, and, yeah. but he would come give me a blanket. Gave you a blanket. Um, so it made me think, oh, my gosh, if they focused on their roles and didn't context switch, surely they can improve the process. Mm-hmm. If What would happen when the doctor would see someone, and, it, and this is probably a standard procedure and, and any medical professionals that are listening to this can happily, I'm happy to be corrected, but the doctor would go and see a patient and then would go into the office and do the paperwork and go and see the patient and go the office. And I get it, I get it. Um, but can you imagine if you had someone specific, like dedicated towards the paperwork and the admin? Yep. So the doctor goes and see the patients, briefs the nurse, nurse goes and does the admin while the doctor is going and doing. Mm-hmm. The doctoring. <laughs> the, 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 yes, the job of doctoring. So that was one thing I saw that I, I thought, surely that can be improved. What do you think? <laughs> oh, so many thoughts around uh, things that were going terribly wrong. So uh, did you know the priority of any other patient? No, I did not. Okay. So there weren't, it wasn't visible, visual or transparent or you didn't get a, a number no, and there wasn't a there wasn't a dashboard anywhere to no. say you are number fifty seven in the queue. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that would have been great to have seen something like your wait time is two and a half hours, or between two and five hours, yeah. or, or, or or here you are in the queue. Based on your priority, it takes five hours to get to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if they just told us you're P five, I reckon we would have turned away at the door. Yeah, I reckon we would have turned away at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the reason why we stayed is because the nurse told us we must go to the ER. Mm. But then the ER's telling us we're not a priority. Mm. 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 Well, they eventually told us we're not a priority. Mean, meanwhile, you've got still got more people coming mm. coming in, or more, um, more work coming into the system, getting prioritised likely ahead of you. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. So you're just sitting in the backlog waiting to be prioritised. Mm-hmm. Mm. Without any notification, communication, other than the communication that you initiated, how long is it going to be? How long is it going to be? Yeah. How long is it going to be? So, no transparency whatsoever. Mm. I think also what would have been really helpful is if you had that nurse or even a doctor just see people at the door. I know there's like resource utilization problem there, maybe the short of doctors, but can you imagine if they had a doctor at the door and just quickly checked you and going, yep, you need to be here or no, you don't need to be here. Mm. You would save probably fifty percent of your backlog. Mm-hmm. You could say you could get rid of mm-hmm. because there were a lot of people in the same position. You know, a kid had a bleeding nose or yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. anything sore stomach. People standing around idle when obviously the system is full. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there were people, there were there were nurses sitting in the in the office space having a laugh. Maybe they needed a break or something. I don't know, but mm. they were they were having a laugh and taking their like they were going in doing maybe a bit of paperwork or something, but they were just standing there chatting for a bit. And that's like I'm not here to have a go at your your uh, you, you know your, your day. You've probably done a double shift or something like that. But the idea of the system, like the idea that the doctor stopped and got me the blanket. I mm. thought that was crazy. Mm. I thought that was absolutely mm. crazy. He took two, two, three minutes to mm. go and give me a blanket mm. and come back. Mm. Yet the nurses were just behind the door. Literally there. Just there. And like he could have just said, hey, can you get a blanket for one of these? Correct. For these yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you had a coach there that said, you get back to patients, you go get a blanket. Mm. So the coach to see all the work, right? Mm. Or a scrum mm. master. Or, to see the work and see the people and and help with that. Is there was there any opportunity as the customer? So you were the you were the well, you weren't the actual customer, but because uh, Casey was your customer. Hmm. But the customer group to give any feedback? No, there was not. Hmm. And I, I did ask the nurse, like, I'm sure you get people that just give up after four hours and leave. She's like, Yeah, we do. <laughs> Do you track it? How often does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Do you track it? Do you do you know how many people who you know have you got their feedback? Like and I said to her, all right, we're leaving. She's like, okay, no worries. It's like, you don't want to know why? Or you don't Well, she didn't even take a record. No, there was nothing. There was nothing. You've left. No. No. I mean she would have probably put it in the system that no patients no longer here, but she wouldn't have um No, she didn't she didn't at all ask. So had they have received some you know, insights, data, feedback, mm. a survey. Mm. Uh, I'm sure they could make some calls on resource utilization, on capacity, on process, on cost. I'm sure there's lots and lots of uh, algorithms out there in the retail space mm. that tell uh, retail uh, businesses how many customers walk into my shop and buy nothing. Mm. How many customers walk into the ER and walk away? And walk off, yeah. What, anything else you can think of? It's probably a few good ones already. Feedback, context switching, ah, transparency. Yeah. Um, so your, your story is not uh, dissimilar to a lot of others that I've heard. Yeah. People, they rock up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wait for hours and hours. You know, they're obviously not, it's obviously not a life-threatening situation, so... Yes, you're a lower priority, so you're not you're not seen by a doctor until there's one free or available. Has, has, have they ever reflected and <laughs> thought, you know, we get a lot, we seem to get a lot of people in who we don't get to. Is there anything we can do to improve for this? <laughs> I think the question is, does it matter? <laughs> who cares if the customer's waiting? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, like, why why does the hospital care? If people wait five hours, mm. the hospital cares about um, um, seeing the critical patients mm. and not, you know, say keeping people from dying, right? Yeah. So as far as I mean, that's that's their, their primary purpose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so as far as the inconvenience for me sitting down and waiting for five hours, the effect that it, the impact on them is probably capacity, and that was a problem. There was. Mm-hmm an overcrowding in the waiting room, mm-hmm. especially with density limits and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's probably that I think that they would benefit, they would benefit from mm-hmm. improving that in that, mm-hmm. that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
A lot of scrum values there. A lot. Feedback, transparency, focus. That's a, that's a value of scrum. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think we can take a lot of those um, a lot of those instances and think about how they can apply in everyday life and also in your teams absolutely well hopefully that was helpful uh, but your boy's okay now oh yeah yeah he's fine okay no we went to the doctors he got antibiotics and yeah he didn't need I don't think, think he needed them yeah okay yeah well that's good mm-hmm. that's yeah. good all right, well, we, I don't know how long that took because normally we've got in front of our computers and uh, checking on the time, but thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to that episode. We really enjoyed bringing that to you. Just a little caveat. We don't have any medical training or experience at all. So uh, just take that with you on your daily journey. Have a great weekend. Uh, You can reach us at awakenagile at gmail.com or both of us on LinkedIn. That's Jordan Bailey and Adam Murray. Please send us a message or a question or just say hi if you're so inclined. Other than that, have a great week. Uh, We'll see you next week for our last show of the year because we're going to take a bit of a break over Christmas. Be helpful. Bye. Why does Snoop Dogg always carry an umbrella? No idea. For drizzle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one.